0: It's one o'clock. I'm Tom Warden. The top stories. The chief secretary says the zero plus three COVID monitoring rule is still the best option for Hong Kong. The South Korean military says North Korea has launched two more ballistic missiles. And Russia appoints a new commander to take charge of its military campaign in Ukraine. The Chief Secretary, Eric Chan, says the three-day health monitoring rule for inbound travelers is still the best arrangement for Hong Kong, as it maintains competitiveness while keeping COVID transmission risk within control. Maggie Ho reports. In a Facebook post, the Chief Secretary accepted that the business sector wanted to scrap the 0 plus 3 rule, under which inbound travelers get an Ember health code. The Ember status bans them from restaurants, bars and a range of other places for their first three days here. Mr. Chan said if this weren't in place, the loss would outweigh any gain should case numbers rebound. He said those in business could now inspect their companies, meet clients and take part in exhibitions. He said the government would continue to take a targeted scientific approach to fight the disease and would not slacken off. The Society of Hospital Pharmacists has called on those eligible to get a fourth COVID jab ahead of a possible winter outbreak involving a new infectious variant. The group said only six percent of 500 interviewees in its recent survey had received a fourth jab, with many thinking three would be sufficient. The society's president is William Choi. And also, we encourage the people aged 18 to 49 years old also receive the fourth dose. The reason why we also encourage this group of people, uh, because of the uh, winter emergence of the um, COVID-19, uh, especially the sub by valence of the BA.2.75, uh, especially BA.2.75.2. Uh, the reason why we are free of these uh, variants because they are more infectious. The other thing they, they already, there are some uh, studies show that they already developed, they have already developed the resistance to the drug treatment. An NGO is calling on authorities to make more transitional housing available for people waiting for a public housing unit. Currently, the government is aiming to build 20,000 transitional homes. But Si Lai Shen, deputy director of the Society for Community Organization, says the government should more than double that target. The government, the target, uh, their original target is the 20,000 units, and they are all of them actually in the process. But uh, so far, there are a few thousand they already built uh, have uh, the resident to, to uh, move in um, but I think it's not enough because you know we have uh, uh, 250,000 uh, family they're waiting for public housing and then uh, um, many of them they're living in subdivide uh, fair in the housing they're also waiting to have uh, uh, the transitional uh, temporary uh, relief So I think the government, they should set higher their targets to uh, 50,000 units. They would be better to, to help. The South Korean military says North Korea has launched another two ballistic missiles, the seventh such launch in two weeks. They were fired in the direction of the Sea of Japan. Japan's public news broadcaster NHK said they appeared to have landed outside Japan's exclusive economic zone. Japan's defense minister Toshiro Ino said such launches risked peace and security. Since the end of September, in this short period of time, they have launched missiles seven times, escalating their direct provocative actions. These actions by North Korea are a threat to the peace and security of our country, region and the international community, and absolutely cannot be tolerated." Russia's defense ministry says it's appointed a new commander to take charge of its military campaign in Ukraine. General Sergei Suravakin is also the commander of the Russian Aerospace Forces and is said to have been overseeing operations in southern Ukraine. His appointment follows a string of Russian defeats. General Surovikin first came to prominence five years ago when he commanded Russian troops in Syria. Early in his career, in 1991, he was detained for several months over the killing of protesters during a failed coup in Moscow. Russian divers are beginning, beginning a fuller examination of the damage done by Saturday's explosion to the Kerch Bridge, linking annexed Crimea with Russia. Although limited traffic has resumed along one carriageway, a section of the other was brought down by the blast. Security on the structure has been tightened, and President Putin has ordered a full investigation. Ukrainian officials have welcomed the explosion without officially admitting responsibility. The BBC's Steven Rosenberg has reaction from Moscow. The attack has sparked concern amongst the public here. But the Russians we spoke to had different ideas about how the Kremlin should react. It's worrying, Stas says. War is always bad. They should have done this differently with negotiations. But Olga says Putin must respond. What a birthday present they gave him. We should blow up the train lines that Ukraine uses to get its military aid from America. This is NATO's fault. But from Vladimir Putin... No hint as to how he will respond. The heavy rainfall that has been lashing New South Wales has started to ease off. Evacuations had earlier been ordered in parts of the Australian state. The state emergency service responded to hundreds of calls for help overnight. Dean Storey is the service's assistant commissioner. Even though the, uh, the sun may be out in some locations, uh, the rivers are still on the rise uh, in many areas as well. Uh, so people just need to be vigilant. The SES is well prepared with our agency partners. We're just asking the communities to help us by staying informed to sport. And in the English Premier League, Erling Haaland struck his 20th goal of the season as Manchester City strolled to a 4-0 demolition of Southampton at the Etihad Stadium. Joao Cancelo, Phil Foden and Riyad Mahrez were also on target for the English champions who moved two points ahead of Arsenal at the top of the table ahead of the Gunners' match against Liverpool today. Mahrez's goal was his first in the Premier League this season. Here's what it meant to him. It was a good goal, to be fair. It's a good good pass from Rodri and first touch volley. Uh, I missed one or two in the first half, so I was very angry with myself. I had to, I had to, uh, to be a bit better, so that's why this one I was very focused on away from the keeper yeah we we are in a good moment but to be fair every season we are in that way you know because we work hard we we are very focused and that's what i said when we have this focus and this resilience uh, and consistency uh, it's difficult for the opponent so we have to keep going as uh, soon as one day we're gonna lose one game or not but at the moment we are in a good momentum we have to keep going City travel to Liverpool next weekend for what has become the Premier League's marquee clash in recent seasons. In the days later game, Harry Kane's first half strike saw Spurs edge Brighton 1-0. Tottenham boss Antonio Conte said there were plenty of positives to take from the win. I had a good response about met Matt, uh, Matthew Doherty today, and uh, we've seen again uh, Skippy. Bissouma played uh, from the start. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of positive things, and uh, we have to keep this and to try to to improve. Tottenham set three points behind City and one behind Arsenal ahead of their London rivals match. Earlier, Chelsea were 3-0 winners over struggling Wolverhampton Wanderers, thanks to goals from Kai Havertz, Christian Pulisic, and Armando Broja. The win kept up a revival for the West London club under new manager Graham Potter, who left out some big names out of his starting 11 in Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Reese James, Ben Chilwell, and Raheem Sterling. Potter said his team selection was difficult. I mean, Premier League players, and they want to play football. They want to play every week, so you can only pick 11, and generally the squads are 20 plus. So there's always disappointment. I think how you handle that disappointment and how you react as a group is is really really important, and it's something we've talked about a lot. But uh, that's my job. That's the challenge. Um, all you can do is communicate as honestly as you can, and then um, it's my my decision to make the the team selection and. So far, everybody's been really supportive and, like I said, honest and responsible. Elsewhere, Bournemouth piled the pressure on Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers with a 2-1 win at Dean Court. And fifth-placed Newcastle thrashed Brentford 5-1 at St. James Park. And now the weather. Fine and dry in the afternoon, moderate northeasterly winds. Winds will strengthen from the north with cloudy periods and one or two rain patches at night. The outlook, fine in the next couple of days, very dry during the day. It will be cooler in the morning and at night, the temperature difference between day and night will be relatively large. The temperature is 31 degrees and the humidity is 58 percent, with the yellow fire danger warning currently in force. To the news, the chief secretary says the zero plus three COVID monitoring rule is still the best option for Hong Kong, and Russia appoints a new commander to take charge of its military campaign in Ukraine. That's the news from RTHK. i